in Holy Week, as we journey with our Lord Jesus Christ to His Passion, there's something that if we're not careful goes unnoticed. And yet it's very, very purposeful all throughout Holy Week. And I want to call your attention to this. That as we go with Christ, and as Christ is going during this week to His Passion, the sacraments are being brought to the surface one by one. As the Lord who is going to His Passion for our salvation is walking that journey one by one throughout the week, we see them. How do we see them? For example, up, until, up through Holy Tuesday, the sacrament of confession and absolution is still taking place. When we get to Holy Wednesday, we see the blessing of the oils, the oil of the catechumens and the oil of the sick or holy unction is being blessed. And we partake of that grace tonight as we're anointed with the oil, the oil of holy unction. Tomorrow, we have the institution of the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, when on that night that he would betray, he would gather with his disciples. And he would bless bread and wine that had become his body and blood for them. On Friday night, when we come for Good Friday, we see that which makes every sacrament a reality and possible. Because our Lord Jesus Christ would offer his own body and his own blood to be salvation for us. And on Holy Saturday, with the oil of Holy Chrism. We place it upon the foreheads of those to be enlightened and made the priesthood of all believers in our midst. The sacraments are all throughout Holy Week. But let's take just a moment to remember what a sacrament is. A sacrament, the church defines it as this. It's God taking something that He has created of this earth, taking something, blessing it, consecrating it, setting it aside for His holy use alone, that through that piece of creation can come His grace for our salvation. God takes the stuff of earth and He does the wonders of heaven. And make no mistake, every sacrament is a gift of God for the people of God. God has always, Old Covenant and New, used the stuff of His creation through which to do the wonders of heaven. I'll remind you of a few things in the Old Covenant. God told Moses to use a staff, a piece of wood from a tree that God had created. And through that staff that was blessed and set aside for His holy use, He would certainly do the wonders of heaven as you would see all of the things necessary to release God's people from Egypt. The plagues. The waters opening up so that God's people can cross through those waters. Pass through the waters from slavery, from bondage into their freedom. It would be through that same staff that would hit the side of a rock again God's creation. And out would come water to sustain God's people as they wandered through the desert. What about another staff? As they were in the desert wandering, once again God's people became rebellious. And so God sends in discipline and judgment a plague of snakes. And they begin to bite God's people, poisoning them. Some were dying. And God calls Moses to the tabernacle and he says, take a staff and have a snake going around it. 
You go set it in the midst of the people. And anyone that looks upon that staff will find deliverance and healing from the poison. They will be delivered from the plague. And all throughout the Old Covenant, oil is used. Olive oil, the oil from the olive branch. It was used to consecrate priests unto God. It was used for the making of kings. It was also used to consecrate every item in the tabernacle that was going to be used and set aside for holy use for the worship of God would be anointed with this particular oil. And tonight we focus on the olive oil being made a sacrament for us. The oil of holy unction and the oil for the catechumens. And we receive this grace gift. Now the use of oil for the healing of the human person. We see that all through the New Testament. We see it in the early church. But we even see it in our gospel reading today. Before Christ even goes to the cross. For in the gospel of St. Mark in chapter 6. Jesus sends out his disciples on their first missionary journey. He sends them into the, the villages and cities nearby. Says, don't take hardly anything with you. And you go and proclaim that the kingdom of God is near and preach repentance. <coughs> Listen to what happened as they went. So the disciples went out and preached that people should repent. And they cast out many demons. And anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. God has always used the stuff of his creation for the healing of humanity. Hebrews 13, and it shouldn't surprise us, tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The continuation of how God has always done what he has done for the healing of the human person continues even to today. So what is the activity of God through holy unction? What is it that he's doing in our midst this evening as we have it placed upon our foreheads? I tell you that the very prayers that you will heard prayed over the oil and as we're being anointed and after we're being anointed, those prayers tell us the will of God for his people and the purpose for which we are being anointed with this oil that's been set aside. Listen to the first prayer, the prayer over the oil of holy unction. In that prayer, we pray that the oil may become for us a spiritual unction to fortify the temple of the living God, that in it the Holy Ghost may dwell. One of the actions of God is for our strengthening, the empowering of God's people, the holy temple, to be just that, the holy temple. In the second prayer over the oil of holy unction, we pray that whosoever is anointed with this ointment of heavenly healing, wherewith thou didst anoint priests, kings, prophets, and martyrs, may receive protection of soul and body for the deliverance from all pains, all infirmities, and all sickness of soul and body. We are anointed for our deliverance as well as our healing. At the anointing, when you will be anointed with the holy oil of unction, we pray that all pain, 
of sickness, of body, mind, and spirit being put to flight, the blessing of health may be restored unto thee. This oil is not just for physical healing. I know that when you're sick, you are to come and let the elders pray and anoint you, no question. But it is not just for physical healing. It says healing of body, mind. Why mind? Mind encompasses our thinking, our perspective, our emotions. Why do we need healing of our mind? Because all of us have taken damage in this post-fallen world. Whether we've done the damage to ourselves by our own choices or things have happened to us at the hand of others, we have been damaged. Our mind, our perspective, the way that we view God Himself and the way that we love one another or fail to love one another, there is dysfunction in the way that we see God and we see one another. And so there is healing through this holy oil of mind and emotion in that perspective. And finally, our soul, the sin nature, the very illness of the human person has the opportunity for healing as God so wills through this blessed oil. Tonight, as you come forward in just a little while to receive that anointing, how do we come? We come with the most honest and humble prayer that we always pray, or always are to pray, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy. Every one of us in this room is in absolute need of healing in any or all of those areas. We come and we present ourselves to God. And if we struggle in our faith, we come forward with the prayer on our lips, Lord, I believe. What do I believe? I believe that you have taken oil and you have blessed it and you have consecrated it for healing of body, mind, and soul. I believe that, but help my unbelief. You know, a number of times in our Wednesday night lessons, we reflected on that most important question that God asks us, do you want to be healed? For those that come with that humility, pleading with Christ for mercy, you need to know that you are no different than those that came to Christ that we see all through the gospel that came with that blessed God-given desperation to be made whole. Our God doesn't give a stone to those who ask for bread. Those who come, who want to be healed and come asking for mercy, what might they receive? I don't know. It's up to our Lord. It could be that you receive healing in body. It could be that you receive healing in mind and emotions and all of the dysfunctions that follow along with that in all of our lives. It could be that you are fortified as the temple of God to be strong and to endure in this life and to walk through this life, a life of suffering at times, enduring that God may be glorified in the temple of the Holy Spirit that is you. But we come in faith, knowing, knowing the heart of God and His great purpose in this oil separated for our healing. We cry out for mercy and we trust Him to do the rest. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.